You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. So tonight, the word of God that he's giving me to share with the family is the goodness of God. The goodness. Oh, the goodness. The goodness. The goodness. The goodness. The goodness. The goodness of God. If you look around, you will see. But like Pastor Joshua was saying in the morning, because of where Gideon was, he couldn't see the goodness in the midst of where he was. And so many people, because of what has been happening around us, they are not seeing the goodness of God. But tonight, as a messenger, God has given me this to share with you, that look out for his goodness. Turn with me in your Bibles very quickly, family. Is everything okay? Shalom, shalom. James chapter 1 and the verse 17. James 1, 17, yes. Every good and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. In the, this is the New King James, but in the TPT, James 1, 16 and 17, the word of God says, So my friends, don't be fooled by your own desires. Every gift, everybody say every gift. Every gift gift God freely gives us is good. Everybody say good. Good. And perfect. Everybody say perfect. perfect. Streaming down from the Father of light who shines from the heavens with no hidden shadow or darkness and is never subject to change. So, Talking about the goodness of God, what is goodness? Strong or good? What is good? Strong number 3190. It says, it's the Hebrew word yatab. Everybody say yatab. Now, somebody was a Hebrew scholar, and once I was leading intercession, passionately saying Jehovah Nosai. It's one of God's names. And the person didn't say anything. Everybody said, amen, amen. Afterwards, the person came to me and said, Pastor Sam, uh, what you were saying is not how it's said. There, it's not Nosai, it's Jehovah Nosi. So if you are a Hebrew scholar today, and I'm saying Yetab, and you are saying, uh-uh, that's not how you say, please see me Nicodemusly. <laughs> the word good means to be well, to be glad. Everybody say glad. Glad. Or pleasing. (laughs) Again, the word good means to be good, to be well, to be glad, or pleasing. Now you see, we as people, we do good things to people, sometimes for whatever the reason or the motivation may be. But God doesn't do good things to impress people. It's because that's who he is. So he cannot help but be good. He cannot help. Can you see God sick? He cannot help but be well. 
And can you see God said? So he cannot help but be what? Glad. So once again, let's not forget the formula. God, good, glad. Devil, one more time, God. And one more time, God. Devil, bad, sad. So here is what Apostle Theo says. He shares this when we were in conference, one of the messages we were listening to. He said that, how many of you will invite your friend for dinner? And you tell them, you know what, the 20th of November, please come to my house, we're going to have dinner. They, they hear the invitation, they, they are excited about it. They tell everybody, Pastor Sam has invited me for dinner at his house on the 20th of November. The day approaches, they're telling everyone, they're gathering things, they get to your address and knock, only for you to come out and say, Hi, what are you doing here? He said, no, you said I must come for dinner. I said, no, I was just joking. <laughs> Would you do that to anybody you dearly love? So then why does the enemy make us think the promises of God and what God tells us is only but a joke? Here's what one child did. His dad was a, is a pastor. And so then he went out to play with his friends. They were all playing on the field. And this ice cream is coming summer now. Those ice cream truck that goes around with and then everybody, and then so the kids knew this is ice cream. They stopped the game and they ran and they went and met the ice cream driver. And they said, sir, the, the girl, the pastor's kid, the PK, there are some of them here and my own. And he says to them, you know what? Give to all my friends. The daughter took for herself and said, the man must give to all her friends. And then the man said, do you have money? He said, no, don't worry. You see that pink story building there? That's my dad's house. My dad is very generous. So when you go there, he will pay you for all the friends. So that man went ahead and gave the ice cream to everyone. Then he went to the address and ring the bell. The father was taking a nap. Next moment, he got awakened by this ice cream driver. He comes to the gate in his shorts, like George tonight. <laughs> and when he came to him, he says, sir, what are you doing? What do you need? He says, sir, is this your daughter? You mentioned the name. Is that your daughter? He said, yes. He said, okay. He bought ice cream for about 14 children. How much is this, sir? He says, this much. He said, can you please call my daughter for me? And they called the daughter. The daughter came with the friends, all excited, eating their ice cream. Now they came and he said, okay, guys, wait, wait. He asked all the friends to wait with the ice cream driver. Then he went in to dad and then dad said, hey, did we have a talk around this? He said, no, dad, is there a problem? He said, no, there's no problem. Don't you have money? He said, I do. He said, okay, then it's fine. Then she went. <laughs> She went and continued. He told her friends, let's go. And they left. It's dad's problem. Tell your neighbor this. It's dad's problem. His will is his bill. Psalm 34 and the verse 8, Psalm 34, verse 8, in the New King James, the word of God says, Oh, taste 
and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Blessed is the man or woman. And we know that that man also means woman as well. But just so that is gender balance. Blessed is the man and the woman who trust in him. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. So what is the word taste? The word taste is Hebrew number, tw- uh, in the strong Hebrew word, 2938, for those who are taking notes. It's, the word is team, T-A-A-M, team, tam, or tame. <laughs> and it means to perceive, and another, another word is 2940, it says judgment and, no, 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 it says judgment, yeah. So one is to perceive, which is 28, 38, and the 29, 40 is judgment. So when we say taste, what are we saying? We're saying judge for yourself. Perceive. Like that said, when he was praying and interceding for the children and God said, behold your son, that was a taste of what was coming. And I want to acknowledge my beautiful one and only wife. Let's give it up to her. And my children are also here. When they heard that, when they heard I was preaching, they said, Debbie, are you preaching? They said, yes. yes. <laughs> they were more excited than me. I'm glad that they are excited that I ministered the word. But we just got married uh, a few days ago, you know, a few years ago. <laughs> we are about 16. We turned 16 on the 29th. And one of the things that I'm talking about, the word taste, one of the meaning of the word taste is experience. So if I tell my wife, my wife, I have something planned, a surprise for you, like we are doing for that. By the way, the birthday is a surprise. Please, don't disclose it. It's just us. Okay. So I tell her, please, I have a surprise for you. Just give me your passport and your ID. I go ahead and book the flight and everything arranged for Disneyland. And then I tell her, since we've been married, we've never gone overseas to that part of the world. We've been to Phuket. But come with me. I want us to go on an experience. She is coming for a taste. It's not a food. It's not... A wine for those that do that. Don't do that. It's not right. <laughs> it is an experience. So, because God is good, David is saying, Oh, taste, experience for yourself and see that the Lord, the God we serve, is good. The background to this scripture is this David was in a land where the king is called Akish. He was going to kill him because he found out he's the one who killed Goliath. And then David pretended to be mad. He acted funny, spitting on his beer and walking like, so that the king, God made the king believed that David was not anyone. He said, don't I have enough mad men in my land to bring me another one? Just go. Your enemy will chase you away because they can't handle you. If it's not your time, it's not your time. Because of the goodness of God, you will escape death in Jesus' name. 
We are still here today because we escaped COVID-19. The enemy wanted to sift us as wheat, but Jesus, our intercessor, our high priest, made sure we were told to leave. Continue to say, Psalm 27 and the verse 13 in the New King James Version. Psalm 27 and the verse 13. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see. Everybody says see. I will see what? The goodness of the Lord. Where? In the oof. I would have lost heart. I would have given hope, given up hope. I would have given up life had I not believed, regardless of the news, regardless of the situations, regardless of the circumstances, had I not believed that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land. Another word, the meaning for the word see is to witness. Mm. Came to intercession Saturday, and a, a couple came to see me smiling, laughing. What's their great story? Remember, God told us this year, great stories are unfolding. And they said, Pastor Sam, you know what? Our daughter-in-law fell pregnant last year, September, and three months later had miscarriage. We were devastated because the, that, that baby was going to be our first grandchild. Unfortunately, this happened. We believe God, we tithe, we are committed, and this happened to us. So can you see how the enemy tries to steal? But they stood, they stood. And this Saturday, a beam of smile, excitement, why? Because God came through now, they can see and hold their own grandson, the first of many. Let's give Jesus praise. And look at Ezekiel in our midst, coming to church at, at his age, living evidence. So I don't know where you are tonight, family. I don't know what you are trusting and believing God for. I don't know how bad the devil has been to you. Because anything bad is not God. Devil, bad, sad. God, good, glad. So if there's anything he's trying to put you with, and make you feel. You go to that church all the time, you tithe. You are one of the cell leaders, the team leader, even a pastor. Where is your God? I came to announce to you, your God is a good, good father. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Psalm 37, the verse 19, New King James. Psalm 37 and the verse 29, uh, the, the verse 19, I beg your pardon. They shall not be ashamed in the evil town, and in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. Say this to your neighbor. I know Apostle Jerome did well with uh, Psalm 37, the verse 25, that I have never but here is another promise. What is the Lord saying? They shall not be ashamed. Ooh, tell your neighbor this neighbor. You will not be ashamed in the evil town. 
That's why I love my pastor so much. After we came from the conference, after we heard what we heard, there was so much, you know, uncertainty. And then we came to Vision Victory, and he just brought it home. I knew that. When I came back, I told my, my wife, I said, you know what? The conference was tough. Apostle Theo gave it to us. But you know what? Watch that. <laughs> he will bring it home and bring it to our level where we can understand. Because if you understand, you will not be offended. If you understand, you will stand. So here is the promise. He said, they shall not be ashamed in the evil time. The evil times will come, but we will not be embarrassed or ashamed. And in the days of famine, they shall. Is that in your Bible? What will happen to you in the days of famine? God promised that we will. Be satisfied. So how do we tap into the goodness of the Lord? I'm glad you asked. But one last scripture before we get there. Psalm 84 and the verse 11 to 12. Psalm 84, the verse 11 to 12. New King James. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing. No good. Are you here, family? No good. Oh, say it like you mean. No. Will he withhold from those who walk uprightly? In other words, God is not holding a oof. So what are you trusting and believing him for? What is the enemy pumping, pumping, pumping? I mean. He speaks louder and tries to make you believe. What is the enemy trying to say? You know, God loves some people. He's not giving it to you because of, he's not done it because, no, 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 the scripture is very clear. He will not withhold anything. Ooh, he's not withholding. And is it good? Then God is not holding it back from you. From those who walk uprightly. Oh, Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trust in you. So how do we tap into the goodness of the Lord? I'm glad you asked. Number one, I only have three points. So number one, be born again. If you want to experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, be born again. Say this, be born again. John chapter 3, the verse 3 in the New Living Translation says, Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Other version says you cannot enter into the kingdom. In other words, you cannot experience the things of God. But even those who are not born again, the goodness of the Lord is still with them. They just don't know because the Bible says the enemy has veiled them. So first... We need to get born again. Number two, how do I experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? Steady his word with intent. Steady his word with intent. And for those of us who are members of this family, if you came from another church, you can still participate. We have what we call Bible college. So Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, the word of God is very clear. The word says, this book of the law shall not depart from your heart, your mouth. You shall meditate in it day and night and observe to do all 
that is written in it, then what will happen? And you will make your way prosperous and do what? Have good success. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15, the word of God says in the Amplified, Steady and do your best to present yourself to God approved. A workman tested by trial. Everybody say, tested by trial. Who has no reason to be ashamed. Accurately handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. We walk in the word when we study it because you are giving the word chance to work in you. The word will empower and strengthen you and you receive strength to obey and do the word. The Bible says as we do, we make our way prosperous and we will have good success. And then the last one, what must I do to tap in? And this is my favorite. Take care of your men of God, your gift, your men of God. My gift, my pastor. My pastor, my gift. This is one of the areas some of us need to renew our mind. Because some people say, God, keep our pastor humble. We will keep him broke. Some people have a difficulty seeing the pastor drive a nice car. I actually want my dad to ride, a, to fly an airplane, a jet. I want to see that. Because he's got vision of big visions. How do you see your pastor? Don't you know that it flows from the top down? So do we want him struggle and, and, and the next thing his car is stuck on the road and say, oh, that's the big, the big you know that pastor? Will that, will that bring glory to God? I know I'm speaking to people who are, whose minds are renewed. You know, we have to be brainwashed with the word so we understand. When he does well, we do well too. Tell your neighbor this, neighbor, when your shepherd, when your pastor does well, you do well too. All right, let's find out from scripture. I know I can't stand here and make up my own things, you know. I have to make sure it's coming from the word. Proverbs chapter 11, the verse 25. In the New Living Translation, the scripture says, The generous soul will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. So if I refresh my pastors, what will happen to me? I'll be refreshed. Matthew chapter 10, the verse 40 to 42, in the New Living Translation, the word says, anyone who receives you receives me, and anyone who receives me receives the Father who sent me. If you receive a prophet, so this is what they said. In that category, we can put all the fivefold there. If you receive a, an apostle, a prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, in the name of their office. Can you see that? So here he's using the prophet. I'm using the apostle. I'm not changing scripture just so that it's relevant. So anyone who receives an apostle in the name of an apostle, what will happen? Will receive an apostle's reward. So then, he continues to say, if you receive a prophet as a prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. You will be given the same reward as a prophet. And if you receive a righteous people, or righteous people because of their righteousness, you will be given a reward like this. 
And if you give even, this is where I like, if you give even a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, Jesus speaking, you will surely, everybody say surely. That is guaranteed. You will surely be rewarded. So when you hear about the birthday and maybe somebody say, but I don't have money. God gives seed to the sower. Can you give at least a cup of cold water? How much is a bottle of water? That's what the Bible is saying. If you can give at least a cup of cold water, the Bible promises a reward. And then we come to 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17, New King James. Let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of what? Double honor. Isn't our pastors ruling well here? Let me share my testimony with you. I remember one of these years as staff, I'm talking about full-time staff. We went for our NDF function. And those days, I was driving a Toyota test with my wife. That was our first car. And when we went for the NDF function somewhere in Cape Town, after the event, my, the keys to the test was locking the car. And my pastors, they didn't check and say, it's too late. I will be preaching tomorrow. Pastor Sam, you are an embarrassment. Why are you driving a test? What? None of that. They all came, their mom and dad, and everyone else, Pastor Denin and all of them, came and surrounded our car, helping us to get the, because it was in a central lock, helping us to get the key out. It took us very long. That day, I realized how privileged and how honored I am. A family where you are not made to feel less. And because of the belief and the faith, I didn't stay riding a test. Not that, not that driving a test, there's anything wrong. But what I'm saying is, because of the love and the belief and the faith, God pulled me out of there. They deserve double honor. Especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. And the last scripture is Psalm 23 and the verse 6. Psalm 23, I'm landing the plane. Psalm 23, the verse 6, the scripture says, Surely, everybody say surely. Goodness, everybody say goodness. And mercy. Surely, oh goodness, surely, say it like you mean it, surely, goodness and mercy, surely, goodness and mercy are following me. I am an African. And in my culture, in the community I come from, there are a lot of cookers. <laughs> some Gomez, and spells, some Muti. And I remember somebody telling me, hey, what is following you? You know those things, they make you feel like, what is following you? It's really bad. You know why they instill in fear so they can get money out of you. <laughs> then I came to this church and I was told the word of God. And who really is following me? 
surely goodness and mercy surely goodness and mercy surely goodness and mercy is following me not some of the days when I pray long not some of the days when I'm in my best behavior all the days of my life goodness and mercy is following me So turn to your left and say, welcome goodness. Welcome mercies. I love you by force and by choice. <laughs>